0: Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, November 16th, and we are here to try to take the mystery out of your financial life. And a lot of people, their financial lives are in transition right now. You know, we talked last week about how inflation is creeping up. We've been talking about this great resignation, how there are so many people who are transitioning from one job to another, getting out of the labor force, into the labor force. There's a lot going on. And what we would like you to do is feel comfortable enough just clicking on the contact button on our website, JillaMoney.com, Ask a question and don't forget to tell us if you would like to come on the air because that's one of our favorite things. We love having you on the air with us. That is what Nora did. She is on the line from Boston. What can we do for you?
1: So it's been a wild ride of pandemic and, I was an art professor for the last 14 years, 10 of them adjunct, four of them were a glorious full-time where I was in charge of the art department. And then pandemic happened and my school closed. (gasps) Wow. So I'm fortunate in that I got, a severance package that gives me my salary for a year and my my health insurance for the year. And because of the way Massachusetts deals with um, signed severance packages, I'm also eligible for unemployment.
0: When did the severance kick in?
1: It kicked in in August.
0: And how much were you earning? So what is the severance amount?
1: $58,000 for the year.
0: That's kind of stinky for being a super, you know, smart art professor.
1: No? Absolutely. When you look at and there used to be those ratings of how all of the colleges lined up with the way we were always at the bottom. You know, it used to be, it was 10 minutes from my house and it was beautiful and it was mine. So, yeah. You know.
0: Okay. So severance and health insurance. Do you, you have a spouse?
1: I have a spouse and a child and my spouse is also in transition now. We kind of realized with my well, with everything that happened, he was laid off initially at the beginning of pandemic and then rehired, you know, it was a furlough kind of situation. Yep. And then with, with my departure, we realized we need him to make a lot more money mm. um, and have more stability, something that he can do remotely if the world crashes again.
0: Okay. Um, How old are you guys? So I am 38 and he is 35. How old is the kid? Four. How much does your spouse make currently? So he just left, but his previous salary was also 58. Oh, how did you guys do on that combined salary of, you know, 116?
1: We were feeling very comfortable there.
0: Really? Yes.
1: And you live in a high price market. Do you own a home? We do. We own a two family home. So we rent out the first floor unit, which covers most of our mortgage and the taxes.
0: Oh, that's great. We were so comfortable. Oh, that's awesome. So um, how much is the home worth? So the home is worth between eight hundred and a
1: million at this point, and we bought it for four and owe less than three at
0: this point. Oh, great! You're not accelerating any of the mortgage, are you?
1: No, we did refi right before I got fired. Okay, to get a lower rate, and it reduced it by a year, but it just like made sense to do a twenty year. We didn't want to extend it longer. Blah blah blah. I gotcha.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. Now your husband
1: quit. What does he do? So he was a master photo printer. So when yeah, you're keeping to, it in the family. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you go to the Met or the Guggenheim or wherever and you see a photography show, he yes. has printed some of those.
0: Oh, um, that's exciting.
1: So, what's next? Next, he's going to do, or he is, he started on Monday. He's doing a coding boot camp. So, he's going to be a um, computer software programmer. Oh,
0: so, very good. And how long is the boot camp?
1: It is three months. And um, we're very hopeful about it, obviously.
0: How much it's does that always- cost?
1: So it cost um, $14,000, but we mm-hmm. convinced his old job to pay for half of it. Um, how would you do that? Well, we tried to have my husband quit at the end of the summer, mm-hmm. and they realized how integral he was <laughs> to the business. And so they had him stay. They wanted him to stay for an extra few months. Uh uh-huh. And in exchange, we had a little extra paid vacation in that time, and they paid for half the boot camp.
0: Wow. So are you, did you pay for the, you have the 7,000 actually set aside or are you borrowing it?
1: I'm a saver. I'm kind of a, I'm a saver.
0: Okay. How much do you have a set aside in savings right now?
1: So for myself, I, so far from, so a few different accounts, but Mm -hmm. for my savings account for after my severance runs out, I have Mm -hmm. 32,000 currently. Say that again. 32,000.
0: 32. Got it. Okay. My
1: savings account. Yep. And I'm saving about $3,000 a month right now. Wow! And then I have $8,000 in my checking. Mm -hmm. And then I have about $17,000 as like super, super, super backup. Like one of them is my art account. So it's like grants that really should be used for art stuff. And then some money that is with a family member. But, you know, Mm -hmm. if if stuff really hit the fan, we could use it. You could tap that. Okay. What about money you saved for retirement with the college? So that's very little, unfortunately. That okay. was the last thing. So I only have a, like three grand saved in my 403B. And okay. then my husband also, so the way we do our finances, he currently also has 18,000 saved. So has six months of his half of the expenses.
0: Okay. Um, and does he have a retirement or did he have a retirement plan?
1: No, which is part of the problem. It,
0: uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Any so when he comes out of boot camp, What do you suspect is going to be the salary range? Be conservative.
1: Conservative will be Mm -hmm. in the 60 to 70. That's, I would say, super conservative Mm -hmm. for like the first job. And Mm -hmm.
0: then
1: realistically, we're hoping he lands, you know, in the longer term in the 110, 150 and beyond. Mm -hmm. And what
0: about you? What's your game plan?
1: My game plan right now is to live off as much as I can save until he makes big bucks, and then be an artist, basically, and potentially take teach adjunct classes. But they they really don't pay well.
0: They no, pay. it's like crap. I always notice. I I amazed. What a scam these it's colleges me. are, by the way. What about like a public school art kind of person? You have to have other certifications. You mm-hmm. need more
1: certifications and more schooling than you need to be a professor. It's, I didn't it, know that. It's crazy. Huh. Um, I'm open to other things, but it's kind of, let's see if, if my spouse can make enough that our family can be comfortable and I can do my thing.
0: How about doing the bar mitzvah circuit? Would you do that? That's I'm more of an academic photographer. Uh-huh. That's no problem. <laughs> In other words, I can't even hire you to do anything. Are you kidding me? My art.
1: I sell, you know, I sell prints. I show at museums and stuff. Wow. Less, it's less of a regular commercial photography type of event. That's- it's more intellectual.
0: Oh my God. It's
1: not practical. Like
0: No. Now, let me ask you a question for real. <laughs> if you had to do it all over again, would you take this path of academic and artistic prowess or would you maybe reconsider knowing what you know now?
1: I think I'm pretty happy with where we are. I'm sitting in my my studio that we turned my attic into. I'm looking out. I can see the skyline of Boston. I'm pretty happy. All so right. I, I don't think I would change it. Would I maybe have taken a couple more math classes to give me some more options? Maybe. Maybe. But I mean, uh- the reality was when I had my job, it was my dream job. And- if the academic job market was such that I could just be full-time again, I would do it in a heartbeat.
0: Okay. So what's the question here? The question is, I feel like I've saved so
1: much money. Like I have enough at this point that I can pay for at least my half of our expenses for a full year, probably a little bit more after my severance runs out mm-hmm. and I'm still saving. And by the time my spouse runs out of money, so he has about six months of his savings savings, We hope he has a job by then, but if not, basically by then my savings will be such that I can cover both of us for about a year on our expenses. But it's feeling like maybe I should actually pivot some of that money into the retirement funds while I can.
0: Never, 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 (laughs) never. No, I don't think so. I want to stay liquid. You guys are in super duper transition. I don't know if Mark's going to agree with me on this. I think you need to stay liquid. Do not invest a penny of this. Talk to me after he comes out of this three month boot camp. Tell me what he's earning. Can you guys live on um, that first conservative salary? If he's making 70 grand, 65 or 70 grand, can you guys live on that one salary? With my. No, forget about the severance. Can you live on just that? It would be tight. Okay. It would be tight. Okay, but then you, you're telling yeah. me everything I need to know. So I want you to stockpile cash. Okay. You are not going to put any money into retirement right now. And you are going to really have to see where things land. The good news is you got a great housing situation that yeah. you know the two family thing works for you. Right. And it's paying most of the all the expenses, I guess, essentially for the house. So that's that's why you can live on a hundred thousand dollars a year in the Boston market. Right. Yes. But I mean, the more variables that we have that are outstanding, the less risk you can take. Okay. So you're doing exactly what you should be doing. My nephew went to a, a, one of these coding schools. I mean, game changer for him. I have to say I was not such a big fan previously, but his experience, like watching him go through this yeah, completely turned things around. And the other thing that was interesting is, I know that we've interviewed a lot of people who are like, oh, don't go to college and just go to boot camp, go to coding camp. Like, yeah, that's possible. Except I think the reason that that my nephew was able to score such a good job is that he had an education. He had worked in other organizations, and he was a mature person who could like actually manage people. So I think that um the other thing to remember is that. I think your husband might be in a position as, as kind of a grown up in that industry that yep. he could even see himself rise faster than you anticipate. And it is a tight job market. So um, my fingers are crossed for you guys. Can you just uh, run through a few other things with me? So you've got your money that's coming in. You've got your health insurance. How about what what do you guys have for life insurance?
1: We are negligent on that front. We were, we were working on that when I was losing my job and then we just didn't follow through on it because they seemed very keen on the duration of period, like time we'd had my job. So that I didn't. Yeah.
0: I mean, look, I think you should just get some cheap term life insurance, podcast sponsor, policy genius, or many other online organizations. You probably need at least a half a million dollars each, at least maybe a million, but let's just do a half a million for to start to keep this expense down, get a 20 year term life insurance policy. Okay. Okay. Yes. How about wills?
1: That's similar, similar situation.
0: <laughs> Mark, can we get a sounder for people who don't have their estate documents in place? You're a little more forgiven just because there's too much stuff going on? Yeah, I mean, it's just like you really—it's true. You your lives have been upended, but I still want you to get wills. I really do. So that's what you can spend some of your savings on. Okay, all right. Policy Genius—they've got wills. I okay. feel like Mark—I've done like I'm becoming a commercial for Jennifer Fitzgerald's <laughs> company. This is ridiculous. What else can we do for you? Anything else? So
1: even the so I'm not going to put any money in right now. But in the past, you mm-hmm. have said that you liked tiaa craft Love anything else. And that is one of my options. And okay. I won't put anything in unless and until my husband gets some phenomenal job. Right. Let's say if he does get, you know, 110,000, 150,000, whatever. Let's say right. he gets a crazy job right out of the gate. Yep. I still have access. Great. Potentially. Great. Then am I allowed to pour money in and do I switch to TIA from Fidelity? And why is it better?
0: I guess that's my fundamental question. There. Um, well, okay, there's two parts of TIAA. Yes. One is the annuity side and one is just a bunch of mutual funds, the craft side. Okay. And the craft side is sort of analogous to any, you know, there's an index fund and the, you know, there aren't as many choices as say the whole Fidelity fund family, but the reason why people like me just extol the great virtues of TIAA is that guaranteed side is okay. unbelievable. And there does not exist another annuity product for the masses. You know, that's why I like it. That is so cheap because they just have really, really low expenses. So here's, why don't we make a little pinky swear? If you and your husband are in better shape in three or six months, we'll bring you guys on the air and we'll talk about what to do next. Okay. How's that? I'll take it. Fair enough. That sounds wonderful. Okay. Now, Mark, is there anything else that I've forgotten? I know. I, I thought that like, you know, you do have a million dollar asset called your house and you got a lot of equity in it, but then they got to live someplace, you know, unless you want to move to a much cheaper market. Which
1: we don't intend to move, but now that we're not tethered, we potentially
0: could. Right. Everywhere. Possibility.
1: Everywhere feels expensive. I mean, not as expensive as here, but nowhere seems cheap right now.
0: Well, let's just say that like, I don't even know this. I'm going to make this up. Uh, Let's just say that, you know, husband gets a great job, he's coding, he's making a buck 25. And you know, maybe you could move to like Manchester, New Hampshire. See how I'm making this up that maybe there's a possibility there or maybe not, you know, or maybe you move near family or maybe whatever, but let's do one thing at a time. No investing yet. Keep piling up the savings, get him a job. Let us know when he gets a job and we will be happy to walk you through what the next steps are for you guys. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much for joining us. If you are in transition like Nora and her husband, we'd love to hear from you. All you need to do is go to the website, jillonmoney.com. jillonmoney.com. Click the contact button. While you're there, sign up for the free newsletter and maybe listen to old shows that you may have missed down the line. We do get credit for those downloads of the old show, so I, you could just binge us at any time and it works for us. We really, we love it. It's great. So jillonmoney.com, that's the repository for everything that is content for us. Okay, very good. Try to do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.